Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Kate Harlow here. Just before you get into this week's very important episode, I wanted to share with you about a virtual retreat I have coming up December 11th and 12th. The retreat is called Aligned Closure. It's happening online on December 11th and 12th. And this is my personal invitation to you. If you have recently gone through a breakup that's significant or a divorce um, and you're still feeling hooked into your former partner or having a hard time letting go or moving on in any way, I have got you. And I've recently gone through a seven-year breakup, as you just heard, or you're just about to hear. And um, I have a beautiful sacred process um, and system to support you to healing your heart, to letting go with love, and to learning how to reset your system so that you can open to high-quality love again, and more importantly, uh, ch change your focus away from your former relationship or marriage and put it on yourself as we share so um, generously every week in the episodes, um, share so uh, easily. So I'm super excited to invite you to this. If you know of a woman going through heartbreak or divorce, please send her my way. Link will be right below this video. It's also on my Instagram, Kate Harlow XO in my bio. It's called Aligned Closure. Would love to see you there. It's only $47 for a two-day virtual retreat with me. So let me um, send me a message if you have any questions and enjoy the episode. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to episode 101. Wow sounds so serious. <laughs> Episode 101, <laughs> uh, dating after divorce. I, I mean, first I just want to say we're like in the hundreds now, you know, when you have like when you turned 30 and then you had your 31st birthday, it's like, oh shit, now we're getting into the thirties. It was a few years ago for me, but I recall that <laughs> feeling. Um, as I'm feeling about episode 101, mm. it just was so special to celebrate um, episode 100 with you and to hear from so many of, so you, Catherine, and then you, <laughs> our listeners, to hearing from so many of you about the impact of this podcast. I mean, nothing makes us happier than that, than hearing like how specifically mm. it's changed your life. Um, how you're feeling empowered, how you're being impacted. Literally, I, I cry almost every time I get a message. It just makes me feel so that much more inspired and excited and motivated to keep going and keep, you know, spreading this message far and wide. I mean, I'm already pretty motivated, but it, it adds <laughs> to it for sure. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for those yeah. of you who joined us on Catherine's uh, Instagram platform. And we did a little Instagram live there, which was so fun. If you missed it, 
head to love coach Catherine on Instagram and you can see us doing a little, it was ended up being an hour. Yeah, it was great. We answered questions and deepened the new, new paradigm, like what it means to us. It was fun being able to be engaged in that way. So my favorite was the first person who said, I've never seen your faces before. <laughs> so we, we love on all of you that many of you all over the world are only listening to the podcast, but then not following us over on Instagram or Facebook to then see our faces. Yeah. So we do highly recommend that you also come over there with us. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to do that more often. I, I think yeah. you said that once a month would be really nice just to, just to connect and for all everyone on our platforms that don't follow that don't follow along with the podcast because you know as we both know every woman on planet earth needs to hear this message and yes. be limber liberated around love so i'm really looking forward to today's episode it's really meaningful for me um i've become the the divorce <laughs> expert not having been through divorce myself but i naturally have attracted so many divorced women into my work and which i love because so many of my clients you know, are high achievers and they just like check ticked all the boxes and did it perfectly and felt like, okay, I did everything right. Quote unquote. Now what? Like, why am I miserable? Why do I hate my husband? Why do I not want to be here? Why am I anxious all the time? Why am I so discontent within? And for those of you who've been with us for a while, you know, it's because the old paradigm sets us up for that. And the old paradigm creates so much shame around the endings of relationships. And so I feel excited to have this conversation. We touched on this a little bit on our Instagram live, but how important it is. Like we're liberating women around love and dating, but also like being liberated around breakups and divorce is just as equally as important yes. because there's nothing wrong with breakups. There's nothing wrong with divorce. It's just a completion of a relationship. And, and in fact, it's important for us to, I think that it almost feels like, uh, like it should be mandatory to be absolutely comfortable and, um, and aligned with the idea of letting go of a relationship that no, that no longer serves you before you get into one or sign a contract of marriage. Like if you're not comfortable walking away from something that's really hurting you or not serving you or, or holding you back that you've brought yourself fully to, and it still isn't working. I think, I feel like it's like the, a soul's due diligence to like, this should be, this should be the new paradigm of marriage before you sign the contract. How do you feel about leaving with love? If this relationship is no longer serving us versus the old paradigm that says, I will be with you till death, no matter what, no matter what, even if we're yeah. both miserable and struggling yeah. and deeply unhappy. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. So dating after divorce. Yeah. I mean, you said it right before we hit record. The most important uh, place to start is that divorce is not a failure and a divorce is really just an extra complicated because the government's involved. So it's an extra complicated, extra expensive um, process that you have to go through because you're now plugged into a system that create, that makes a breakup or an ending of a relationship that much more confronting and challenging. Yeah. And when you leave a relationship, whether you're married or common law or in a long-term committed relationship, it's not a failure. It's a completion. And there is no shame where I'd love to, love to start is that the most, yeah. you know, teaching dating after divorce, the first place to start is if you start dating with shame 
about yeah. your divorce, yeah, your heart is is not open, and you very likely are going to attract the exact same kind of person that led to a possible dysfunctional or just unhappy relationship in the first place. And at least for me, and I wouldn't have understood this until I got married. I love that we're really naming, and and you just did like the all the things that surround a divorce, because even if it's the right thing, blah, blah, blah. There's a different, heavier grief because you're letting go. I mean, we do walk down. I walked down the aisle saying my intention is to be yes. with you for the rest of my life. Yes. And so I watch so many people not grieve, not deal, not even reflect on their relationship. Yes. And I'm sure that's what you're doing with your clients so beautifully. So in order to start dating after divorce, the first thing we want to say to you is you have to release the shame you have around divorce. You have to get to a place of peace around it so that you're not walking around. I mean, I've, I actually personally hate, and we probably have said this on another episode. There is no identity of a divorced woman. Like, mm-hmm. please let that go. That is, that is not what you are. Yes. That's not your, you know, the, the story you have to keep telling yourself. You're a woman who's gone through this. It's an yeah. experience that you've gone through that you have a responsibility to grieve and deal with and manage so that you don't then open your heart to the next person from all this shame yeah. and no real reflection on what led to the ending of the marriage in the first place. Yes, yes, yes. So true. And I love that you brought up like it is an extra, it's extra complicated, but it's also an extra layer of commitment. So in your heart, what, even if it was rooted in fantasy or even if the commitment came from fear, because so many of the women I work with, their gut is screaming, don't do this on their wedding day. Not all, but a lot. Some, they they just outgrow their relationship, but a lot of them, it's like they actually, it was a no in their body, but they didn't know how to follow their inner guidance. So they said yes anyways. But even then you had a commitment to yourself, to this other person, to this union, whether it was aligned and, you know, connected to your truer self, or it came from your saboteur or your conditioned self. It's, it doesn't matter. It's going to be an extra layer, exactly what you said of grief, because there is a part of you that believed that this was going to be a lifelong thing. And it's the same thing as when someone dies. If we believe that something's going to be a lifelong thing and then bam, the person's not in your life anymore, especially if you can't even have a relationship with them at all. There's just so many layers of grief that need to be processed. So dating after divorce, like if you're doing it also always check in with where it's coming from. Like if you're just jumping the gun and doing it because you're like, for sure. Like there's the, I feel like there's like I mean, I'm sure there's a range, but it feels like there's like one of two main women where it's like either they jump right into dating after divorce to actually not feel the pain and the loss and the grief and the the like recalibration, which is what divorce is, is like a catalyst mm. to recalibrate yourself, your life, your world, yes. everything. Like it's such a it's such a potent time of transformation. But so many women just jump right back into dating or jump right back into getting into relationship. Actually, men do that a lot, too to not feel the pain, right? It's like to have a soft landing and to try and um, like just avoid facing themselves and realizing how they have a hard time being alone or being on their own or, or they're afraid what it means to be single. Or, and then there's the other side of the coin. So I'm painting the two extremes. And of course you can fall somewhere in the middle too. The other side of the coin, which is the women who are just like, fuck it. Obviously, I don't know how to do that. So I'm never doing that again. And I'm just shutting down from love, going to bury my head in the sand and 
go spend excessive hours at the office and, you know, focus on my career and ignore relationships altogether. And of course, we've said this before, but when you're shutting off from romantic possibilities with other people, what you're shutting off from is yourself. Like whenever we cut off from anything in life, we're actually cutting off a part of ourselves. It doesn't mean you should be or shouldn't be in a relationship, but it's like, what parts of you are you disconnecting from because you are afraid to be in relationship? And both of those women are doing the same thing. It's just a different yeah. expression yes. of avoiding pain. Exactly. Right? And, and I think that's the, I mean, at the end of the day, that's the old paradigm too. Yes. Like the fantasy is thinking that there's some magical pain-free, disappointment-free, upset-free, yes. you know, experience of relationship. And so the women on that and the like, I'm just throwing myself into work. I mean, it actually, it's, I always like smile so big at the women who are like, I'm never going to love again. Right. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a great idea to the ego, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I'm just going to shut down. But I, I mean, I believe we're literally here to love. Yeah. Like we're here to love each other. We're here to be fully alive and experience the truth of who we are in every area of our life. And so whatever you're shutting down, you shut down at all. Right. Yeah. We're not so compartmentalized as human mm -hmm. beings to say, like, I'm not going to feel pain, but I'm going to get to feel joy. Yeah. And so for especially for the divorced women, you know, you're not woman, you're not only reclaiming yourself, you're actually probably reclaiming all of the experiences that you didn't let yourself feel all of the ways yeah. in which you shut yourself down in your marriage, all the thing, all the rules. I mean, there's so many rules about marriage that people have that women have, especially, right. I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to take time away. Mm -hmm. And so please, I mean, I feel very strongly, please do not just start fucking dating mm -hmm. after you get a divorce, because if you do that, you're going to create the exact same experience that you just left. There is no other way around it. So yeah. the dating after divorce, and we're going to talk more about how to do this well, but before you start dating after divorce, and this is for big breakups too, obviously, is deep self-reflection. Mm -hmm. What did I learn from this relationship? Where were our values misaligned? Who was I being in this relationship? And then instead of what's the list of the kind of partner I want, who do I want to be in partnership moving forward? Because mm -hmm. that's what the work of vulnerability is. And I mean, without having it gone through a divorce, I was the breakup person who every breakup, I immediately went on a nap and yes. was right back to sleeping around or in avoiding pain. And of course, creating the exact same thing over and yes. over and over again. And I was single for a year before I met Andrew. I may have still been like in talking to my ex, but we were not in relationship for a full yes. year before I met Andrew. And it might not be a year, and take a look at whatever panic arises. If you imagine taking time off from dating, like that's going to tell you where your work is, but it's so essential. And I think I imagine, I'm sure you get this too. Lots of women will say, what should I do about dating a divorced man? Right? So I first want to offer if, if we have to take on that, there's no shame about divorce, please check your judgment around divorced people online. Because mm -hmm. the amount of women who come to me or clients who say, like, I don't want a divorced partner. Well, people are getting divorced at like 30 years old these days. So the chances at this point of meeting someone who's been divorced are pretty freaking high. 
And here's what you know about someone who's divorced, someone who was able to make a commitment, someone who's actually had relationship experience and what you're listening for, which is why you have to be this person is how do they talk about their relationship, right? Stay away from any man who bashes his ex. If mm-hmm. he's bad mouthing his ex-wife, that's yes. not the man for you. Yeah. If he just got divorced five seconds ago, that's not the man. For yes. You, right? yes. Like yes. you have to, you have to hold both as a person who's gone through this. Like, am I, have I done my reflection and work? And then that's what I'm looking for and not making assumptions about people who have been divorced uh, because I mean, it's all comes back to the inside job. Like however you feel about yourself is what you're going to end up seeing in other people anyway. Like if you're full of judgment, then you're going to project a bunch of judgment. If you don't like yourself, no one's going to be good enough when you're dating. And so you have this magical opportunity after a divorce to deeply reflect and probably do a ton of self-forgiveness if you were the woman who walked down the aisle saying, this isn't the person for me, but I'm going through it anyway, right? Grace and forgiveness and compassion is the answer. So that you're not, I just keep feeling like the heaviness of people who Mm -hmm. haven't done any inner work, like it's just dense and heavy. Then dating becomes even harder and life becomes harder and shutting your heart down. It's like, I mean, just so heavy. I like can't even breathe imagining not doing Mm -hmm. the work after this. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best time to start investing in yourself and start putting yourself first. And I think of like the, the density of divorce and it's because, I mean, God, there's just so many extra layers of complication to go like this. I, I witnessed, I break, broke my heart to witness a client go through this where she just had the most, she got divorced very young and she had the most loving, like nice partner. Like he, and then he just turned when they were in their divorce process. And like, it was heartbreaking for her. And it was an opportunity, a catalyst for her to come Come from a deeper place within herself and to not take it on and to not take it personal and to not like, there's so much, mm-hmm. um, there's so much beautiful opportunity in divorce. Even if you're going through it right now, I've actually coached a lot of women through the process of divorce, not obviously the legal stuff or anything about the actual divorce, but how to come from your, what I call your heroine or your soul self, as you navigate the journey, you're going to be activated by this other, other person, but it's an opportunity for you to uh, access and start to, to utilize parts of yourself that have been dormant in the marriage. And now you get to show up differently and not like, I mean, in the words of the saboteur, if only everyone around me was different, I wouldn't feel pain. I would feel better. And we just want to stay there in this place of blaming the ex, blaming the other person. So if you're carrying resentment around in a story with you and we focus, I have the aligned closure retreat coming up. I'll talk a little bit about that in a bit, but like we talk so much about the story. And if you're holding on to the story of resentment towards your former partner and what they did or didn't do, or resentment towards the divorce or towards the breakup, like that energy you're bringing into it's, 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 it's toxic and poisonous to you. And you bring it into every interaction you have. I had a conversation with one of my besties the other day, and she was, we were talking about this idea of what if you could date and, and look and completely have a clean slate when you're dating, like actually not be looking through the lens of all your projections from all your past hurts. But that's what happens when we don't, and you talk about the the inner work, when we don't actually do the deeper healing and the the proper grieving and have the right support system around us to heal and navigate showing up from a different place within ourselves, 
what, what, what happens is our patterns are leading. And when our patterns are leading, now you're just bringing all your past pain into every interaction you have and you're not actually seeing clearly or your wound gets the wheel and you recreate like let's say your marriage was toxic and then you attract another toxic person because it's incredibly vulnerable to date after being divorced and there's a lot a lot of women are really susceptible to getting swept off their feet with fantasy love because they've been so um, disconnected from their pleasure. You know, there's so many, that's a common story that I see over and over again is women that are not turned on anymore. They're not sexual anymore. They're not full, like, they're not experiencing these parts of themselves. So of course, when they get out there and start dating, it's really easy for them to be vulnerable to fantasy love. And when this, that the fantasy love addict aspect of the saboteur is leading that actually it, that is like a setup for being vulnerable to toxic narcissistic relationships, yes. unfortunately. So that's why it's so important to like take the time before you date. And absolutely, we're going to get to the dating part, but take the time before you date to heal, to get that closure within yourself, to learn how to get clear on what's happening inside of you and how you, like you said earlier, what you, what you brought to the table in the relationship, what your patterns were. It's so easy to point the finger at the other person. Like what did, it's always a 50, 50 dynamic, even when one person looks like a monster. Yeah. There's still, you're still responsible for your half. You still showed up and self-sacrificed or were in fantasy or whatever your side of the story is. So taking responsibility for your part and then learning how to come from a deeper place within yourself when you're dating and when you're getting into a relationship. Now you have an opportunity for relationships to be everything we just talked about on the, on the, um, the, social media thing we did. I don't even know what it's called, um, which is how to have a new paradigm relationship where your relationship is actually a, a, a tool uh, and, a, a, and a sacred place to grow as individuals and as a couple, rather than your relationship being the thing that like, I mean, really has us die, like shrivel up and die, cut off parts of ourselves. Seriously. Seriously. I mean, the main difference is about, I mean, the only difference really dating after a divorce from dating. I mean, all of our dating episodes you can be listening to and they're brilliant. The main thing is how are you holding yourself? Mm -hmm. If you are holding yourself with shame and judgment, you're probably going to attract someone who's going to judge you for your divorce, right? Like that's how the energy works. If you haven't done the inner work, which at the end of the day, the inner work is exactly what you just said, clearing your heart, mm -hmm. opening your heart. So you are bright and shiny and clear. You're not carrying past pain, past resentment, your childhood story, because here's the thing, the truth is, and it's actually like biologically wired because our brain seeks what's familiar, not what makes us happy. We are not actually wired for happiness. We have to work at creating happiness in our brains because we're animals who want to survive. If you don't do the work, you're going to look for the person who's familiar, which is going to be like your ex-husband, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Or going to be like your toxic parents or whatever it was. And so the best gift you can give anyone in dating is one, if you stop judging yourself, you won't judge anyone else. I mean, the amount of judgment, that can be a whole freaking episode. I'm like, it's blowing my mind how judgmental yes. people are. Yeah. But anyway, that's another one. So when you stop judging yourself, you won't judge other people. And then you'll be empowered to ask really powerful questions. You'll actually be paying attention to who someone is, right? You'll ask the divorced person. Maybe you're on a date with like, what did you learn 
from your relationship? Like what's important to you now? Because most of the time, especially as a fantasy addict, all you're caring about is how you feel. All you care about is the chemical feeling or I have a lot, I've had clients who after divorce are just making up for all the sex they didn't have during their marriage. And so they go Mm -hmm. like berserk, you know, sleeping around, which also isn't the answer. And I think that's the like swing, the, the all or nothing. And I can hear everyone saying like, when is the right time to start dating Mm -hmm. after a divorce? And so let's, let's address that, which is there isn't a time where Kate and I are not going to give you a freaking timeline because that's ridiculous you'll know it's the right time when there isn't all this energy around it. Like that's how I really like to think. And that's actually the truth about a breakup too. And all the spiritual books that I've read and and the one that helps me the most during my breakup was called yoga and love. And he essentially said, when there's neutrality, when there's just neutral, when there isn't a charge around my ex and there isn't a whole story about my ex, when I'm not carrying the pain of divorce, new partnership can happen in like one freaking second, but it'll take forever if you don't do the inner work and then you'll just keep creating the pain. And I imagine the lion's closure is about creating neutrality. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was just, as soon as you said that, I was like, well, that's a good segue into aligned closure. And I talk a little bit about it at the intro of this episode. If you heard the little ad about it, but it's uh, aligned closure is a two day retreat. That's designed to help you do exactly that. And like, will you be absolutely complete by the end of it? No, but you'll have all the tools mm-hmm. and the awareness and a, in a safe container for you to start the process and for you to know how to keep deepening the process within yourself of coming to that completion within yourself. It's not something you can rush or force, but there's certainly tools and strategies on how to actually how to let go and how to unhook from this story and how to unhook from this person or this relationship or being hurt or whatever the story may be. Um, I just went through it and I did, you know, so many of the practices that I teach in aligned closure are what I do as I walked through the threshold of letting go and leaving my relationship with love. And it was so beautiful because it had, it, took the time it was meant to take. And I went through all the processes. My first deep healing was in Costa Rica the first time. And then I came home and really said my goodbye to Jeff and, and had our, our closure and our ending. And then I went to Greece and I gave myself time to just like bask in the pleasure of being in Greece and in my heart. And, and then I, it, it was cool. Cause I, I dabbled with online dating, which I talked a little bit about on the last episode or a couple episodes ago. And then I ended up going on a date at the very end of two months in Greece. And it was so, it was exactly the thing I needed. It was just a sweet guy. And it was, I was so ready. It wasn't, I didn't feel weird. I didn't feel like it just felt like it was time. And it wasn't even a question, right? It just was time, but it wasn't coming from like, again, I'll say this a million times, it's always, where is it coming from within you? If you're dating from a fear-based place of feeling fear, you're going to be alone forever or lack, you know, that there's not good men out there or that there's something wrong with you or that you don't want people to know your divorce. Or if you're dating or you're not dating from fear, <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm just going to be alone forever because I don't want to get hurt again. Like if you're making choices out of fear, your saboteur has the wheel. But if you're making choices out of neutrality. My soul healer, Chris does says the same thing. It's one of my favorite words. When he said it to me, I felt peace over my body. Like, Oh, I get that, that place where it's not a charge. 
you're not swept off your feet and in fantasy and excited for the next text and can't wait. You're in this like panicked feeling of more, 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 more. And you're not in this complete opposite, like shut off, never going to love again. My heart has a, you know, fortress around it feeling. It's like, you're actually in neutrality where it's just like, the, I mean, look, this is where Catherine and I want you to get to. We invite you to to explore getting to. And it's I, I say getting to, it's not a destination. It's kind of like a, a day-to-day practice, but like being in a place in your life where you just feel good because you've you've designed your life that way. So it's like there's nothing missing, whether you're in relationship or whether you're not in relationship, whether you're married or whether you're divorced or anything mm-hmm. in between. It's like when you get to a place where you take full responsibility for how you feel and what your life brings to you and like what your life is and looks like, and you're not living by all these stories of, Oh, I can't have the life I want because X, Y, Z, I can't do the thing I want because X, Y, Z you can. And when you take responsibility for that and you really create a life that you love and start like learning about how to design, how to design a life that lights your soul up and how to get to know your own soul. Like you become obsessed with that instead of becoming obsessed with guys, like becoming obsessed with finding the next partner or even shutting your heart down from love. But you, you open your heart by like falling in love with you and what lights you up and getting to know your own soul. When you're coming from that place in your life, Like you get a relationship. It's amazing, but you're not like, you don't, you're not like a heroin addict. That's like, give me another hit. I need another hit because you're already filled up. So then it's like, it's much easier. That doesn't mean the saboteur doesn't still show up and say like, oh, he hasn't texted you. Maybe he's not into you. Of course, those thoughts still happen, but they happen less. And it becomes much easier to not buy into them and not fall into the narrative or the story that is your mind is feeding you when you're just anchored in yourself and you're feeling good within yourself. So yeah, Mm -hmm. having that, having that circling back to a line closure, that completion within yourself and being able to walk through the path of getting back into alignment. A lot of the things you talked about, we do in a line closure and it's, this one's interactive. It's a, it's a two day um, virtual retreat. So it's different than the aligned closure I did last time for those of you who joined me for that. But if you know a woman going through this right now, or this is you join me next weekend, it's December 11th and 12th. And we will go through a beautiful process where you're going to get so clear on what you brought to the table and how to shift out of victim mentality or how to shift out of feeling like staying attached to feeling hurt by this person or that you should be with them still, or even just being hooked in when you are complete, but you still feel energetically connected or tied, or like you don't want to disappoint your kids or whatever Mm. the story is. Like there's just so many It's like, come join me that weekend and you'll get to deepen into your own inner world and your own experience around the ending of this relationship. So you can gracefully leave it internally inside of yourself with love and you can open your heart again to life, not just to dating, but to life. And most of all, one, I have seen more women. I mean, you have endless stories of women Mm -hmm. who even from inside an incredibly toxic 
divorce and thought they would never get over their partner and they've transformed thanks yeah. to you. Like, yeah. this is my plug for a line closure is mm. where to go if mm. you're going through a divorce. And if you're right in the middle of a breakup, a line yeah. closure will still be really supportive. And I can feel the energy of how important it is to be with other women during this time, right? Because a lot of the like instantly jumping into dating is the not is feeling alone, right? And not being able to deal with yourself. Or maybe you have a bunch of married women around you and no one really knows how to support you, right? In it, because everyone's got their own lives. And so I love that it's over two days, like this gentle and deeply transformational experience with other women who get it too, right? And other women who will be committed to transforming this story also, because we know there are plenty of women who are still sitting at the breakfast table bashing their ex-husbands, right? There are still plenty of women bashing men, bashing marriage and are still bitter from divorce. And so if you don't have that community and you're ready to no longer be a part of that, like that's what aligned closure is for. Like women who are committed to the new paradigm of love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. It's so true. It's so true. And I, I'm blown away by the stories, like the talk, because it's especially the, the women I've coached through the, the process of divorce, who've been divorcing toxic people. Like, it's like, you can come from a different place within yourself and grow as a result of divorcing a toxic person, no matter what. And you like, it's all such a beautiful, it's a call. It's a, it's a, it's a call to rise from your soul. And, you know, unfortunately, most women don't have the self-awareness to be able to, to know that, or like even this information to be able to know that because our society says, oh, you're wrong and bad if you have divorce and, and you should feel shameful and, and bad about it. That's why when people, you know, approach someone who's divorced, oh, I'm so sorry. I heard that's horrible. Are you okay? Like, instead, of being like, oh yeah, tell me more. How do you feel? Like, is it, and then let them say if it's a good thing or a painful thing, because it's not even like some women are just liberated immediately from signing those papers. And so, but like the whole world around us, they still has such a distorted view of it. So to surround yourself with women who are, who are using divorce as a tool to liberate themselves, but not just the ending of the relationship, but how they end the relationship, like divorce and breakup and dating and relationships are all opportunities to operate from a much more expanded place within yourself. Even when you feel your pain, it's an opportunity to learn how to speak your truth, to learn how to be vulnerable, to learn how to walk through a challenging experience and a heart-wrenching experience and know that you're going to be okay. And actually you're going to like you, it's, you're going to expand more because of this experience. It's, yeah, when you have a different perspective on it, everything changes. Everything changes. And I wanted and to touch. Oh, okay, no, go no, ahead. Go ahead. I, I well, just... It's separate, so you can go first. <laughs> I, you're like on the I'm, same tangent. I'm laughing about how closure. I'm going to give you a little secret. Yes. Closure is not something someone else gives you, babe. Mm-hmm. And the I love the brilliance of calling it aligned closure because for yes. many of you, whether you were divorced last year or five years ago, whatever closure you're imagining, you need someone yes. else to give yeah. you, right? Yeah. That you're gonna get it from inside of you yes. in this workshop and in this experience. And you know, it it is such a like I just keep thinking about the magic of I mean, I've had divorced clients, but they end up being the younger, like divorced at 30, you know, yeah. like young yeah. and yes. they want to get married again. And so the peace, like just imagine for a second dating from freaking peace. 
like yeah. dating from joy neutrality by no longer waiting for the outside world to make you feel a certain way yeah. like that's what responsibility is and, and the blame taking responsibility for yourself is also not blaming yourself mm-hmm. it's like looking with compassion at the part you played yes. right and yeah. most of the time if you're not being yourself in your relationship, if you're withholding your truth or withholding your needs or withholding your desires or doing everything for your partner. And now Mm. you're in a parent child marriage. Now you're resentful. (laughs) And then, and then the resentment comes, Mm -hmm. you know, like even just that, because if you don't know your pattern, if you don't know how you behave in your wounded self in relationship, it's never going to change. Yeah. So line closure is to get the closure you need that you give yourself, not the world, not your ex, not all your friends. And Kate's method is flawless. Mm, Thank you, my love. Agape mu in Greek. (laughs) Um, So yeah, the the thing I, I I mean, now two things I I love us. (laughs) I love I'm like, okay, on that thing. And on this thing, say, so the closure part, it's like, it's actually a saboteur trap. It's just like, oh, I'll feel better. Like when I just get closure, I just need to see him one more time. I just need to know he cares. I just need to do that. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because it's a bottomless pit. You'll get that thing and then there'll be something else you'll need. And so it actually is not going to give you the thing that you need because then we're trying to get something from someone else, which means there's an expectation attached to it and we don't have control over the other person. So that's why this process is so empowering to be able to create that closure within yourself so that you can be liberated, so that you can move on, so that you can be free from the story that's been holding you down for so long. I had that one client I've shared her story before on the podcast, but who, you know, had a really rough go in her 11 year marriage. They had two little kids and she found out her husband was unfaithful for a long time and she was rocked. And before we met, she spent a year hating him. And I, you know, I believe that was divine because she met me a year later and she needed to go through a year of fucking hating him and talking about him to her friends and her mom and everyone constantly. And then she came to me and the first thing we had her do was stop talking about it with her friends because they were just pouring gasoline on the fire. It's like the wound just kept, keeps getting reopened and reopened and there's no opportunity for healing because in that story, she's a victim and she's powerless. And it's not to say his behavior is um, good, but it's, but it's, it was his choice and his behavior. And she like, it, it now hit like this person who hurts you now hijacks your entire life because you're a victim to this story. So we unpack that a lot, but, um, but it's like, it doesn't matter what the story is. You can be liberated. Even yes. if you feel like you can't, you can. And so much magic and beauty and, and divine love is on the other side and the life that lights you up. And like, as long as we're holding on to these like heavy weights yeah, of course you're not going to feel good in your life. Of course you're not going to be excited to date or you're not going to date and have it be a, a an aligned, pleasurable thing that's going to lead you to healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. So all that. And then the last thing I just want to say about the fantasy that you talked about a couple times, but the, it, or the, about the, um, the judgment judgment is, uh, I mean, judgment, it comes from the saboteur obviously, but it's also like the fantasy addict saying, because that fantasy addict slash controller, who's the perfectionist is like, everything needs to be perfect. 
So if that's what's driving you, like, I want a man who's never been married and doesn't have kids and, you know, we're going to have the perfect wedding day and la, 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 you are in your fantasy addict because here's the thing. Life's going to bring you the medicine you fucking need. And if it's a man with two kids and he lives on the other side of the world or whatever it is, and you, and that's what brings you, like, that's where you feel met in partnership it's not like your story's not supposed to look a certain way. And hopefully if you've been listening to us for a while, you get that now. It's like, we've been so brainwashed to believe it's supposed to be this perfect thing, but do you know how fucking bored you'd be and how bored all my clients are who did that and made it the perfect wedding and married the perfect guy who'd never been married before. And like that story is not like, we think we know what we need, but the universe and life brings us what we need. You even said that when you first had a date with Andrew, that you were like, meh, like you didn't even feel. And it's because life brings us not what we think we want, but what we actually need when you're willing to, to, to listen within, not listen to your saboteur mind. I love that you brought that up because I imagine there's still a projection on how divorce, I mean, there's all the perfection of what divorce should have been. Yeah. Right. Like X, Y, Z. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. This shouldn't have happened rather than, you know, freedom and liberation comes from it's what happened. Yes. This is who yes, I've become yes. as a result of it. This is, you know, the experience I now have to offer the world. And I mean, that's a whole other episode for us to go off on the amount of rules and expectations that women place on who they think mm. they want versus <laughs> who they actually need and who will actually make them happy. Yes. And build a life with them rather than this fits the boxes that we look good on Facebook together, you know? Um, but I'm so excited for all the women that are going to sign up for aligned closure and for every woman who's gone through this experience of divorce, who's now going to be willing to do things differently when she's Mm. dating and you get to fall in love again. And and life is not, I mean, it's not over until it's freaking over and we're underground. Yes. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. you could, maybe it's going to be two years of the most ecstatic bliss, you know, with someone that you never imagined possible. And may we always keep being vulnerable. And at the end of the day, obsessed over perfection is because we think that's the pain-free life. Yeah. If everything's perfect, then I won't ever be disappointed or have pain. That's and yet the irony is that creates right. the pain. More. That creates exactly. the suffering. If you're like living your life trying to be perfect, you are miserable on the inside. You might exactly. have a nice house and nice pillows, but you are miserable exactly. on the inside. Exactly. Yeah. So the link will be below. Yes. Yeah. Anything else you want to yeah. say? No, thank you so much. Um, and I'm like deeply, deeply passionate about helping liberate, I mean, obviously liberate women around love in all ways, but I just think that the, the time divorce and breakup is such a beautiful, potent catalytic time. And it has been for me in my life, not, I haven't been formally married, but gone through common law relationship endings and breakups. And, uh, it, it, every single time I meet the next version of me. So let it, let it move you into Mm. who you're meant to be. And um, yeah, I would love to support you. So join me. Link is below. I'll see you next weekend. And if you have any women in your life who are going through divorce or a big breakup, send them my way. And even if it was five years ago, 10 years ago, but you still see them holding back because of it, send them the link, send them this podcast episode. We love you. (laughs) Love you. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. 
for more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, and we will see you soon.